your y'all already know what it is it's your girl angie from brooklyn and on episode 14 i want to thank y'all for joining me and sticking with me this is season two and the amount of love i've been receiving is just incredible i thank you guys you know i that just keeps me humble and I'm just so grateful. Uh, let's get into this episode. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about some pop culture with the versus battle uh, that Timbaland and Swiss Beats have going on. Um, I'm going to shout out some countries that are tuning into the show, which is incredible. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk about some things. And, uh, you know, of course, I'm going to talk about all that good black black elevation um that is happening so we, we're going to discuss let's get into it hey let's get into the segment black exuberance um i love what timbaland and swiss beats are doing like i mentioned this on a previous episode um of where they are getting some legends and some iconic artists producers songwriters together and putting them in a battle and to me it's not really a battle to me it's more so a celebration and that's what i like to see i know some people want to see them be more aggressive and and nasty and really get competitive with it. But, you know, hip hop is an art and I I really, really enjoy that. It's been more of a celebration between artists. The latest one, um, the latest two were, you know, Jill Scott versus Erica Badu, which was incredible to watch. I really love that one. That one has been my favorite versus battle so far. Um, and just the camaraderie and, and even when, you know, Erica, you know, there was a point in the battle towards the end where she was going to play her next song and Jill Scott played it for her because her connection gave out. Like, I love to see that two successful black women lifting each other up. Like there's nothing I love to see more than that. Um, the latest battle was Ludacris and Nelly, and I was actually napping when it started. So I jumped in a little late, but I believe they started late. So I didn't miss much. Uh, that battle was okay. Like I expected a lot more. I didn't expect Nelly to be playing new songs and records that no one knows of. Um, <laughs> like he has hits that he could have played, but I was team Luda anyway. So it worked in my favor because I wanted to see Luda win. Um, and it was more that Luda was also trying to big him up. They were bigging each other up too. It was also a celebration, but I believe that Ludacris definitely won. I, in my eyes, Ludacris just has more, more hits. He has, uh, a rap sketch, a rap, rap skill set that I love. Like, I feel like he's an actual lyricist. Um, so that battle was incredible. Um, we're gearing up this Saturday, uh, tomorrow actually, uh, the next versus battle is Bounty Killer versus Beanie Man, and they both have a, a crazy hit, crazy hit list, crazy catalogs. Um, but I, I did a little bit of little competition myself, playing their songs back to back against each other. And let's just say Beanie Man got this. <laughs> Thank you.
All right, y'all. Um, I want to get into a little bit of some societal things that are happening. Um, Boosie, Lil Boosie, Boosie Badass, whatever y'all want to know him as, Boosie Bad Fade, <laughs> Boosie Old in the Face Ass, nah, let me let me leave that man alone. Um, I want to talk about the fact that you know, everyone wanted to side with him when he was saying all his, his all of his uh, homophobic comments and coming at Dwayne Wade for his parenting. Mind you, this man's a whole pedophile out here. Why in the hell would you have your nine-year-old child have, why would you be paying adults, adult women or any type of adult to sexually assault your children? This man recently, I've heard this before, but it wasn't so um, overt, I should say. And now he's doubled down on, on, you know, proudly saying that he's had adults actually have sex with his son and his nephew. Um, you know, giving these children, performing oral sex on them and actually showing these children how to put on condoms at nine years old, <laughs> at nine years old. That is, if that's not a predator, I don't know what is. And for people to still support him after knowing someone like that, y'all sick as fuck. Um, yeah, I just want to point that out. Like where in society, if it's not okay for your nine-year-old daughter to be having sex with grown men, because it's definitely not okay. And in someone like him and someone, an artist like T.I., in their mindset, you know, they want their daughters to stay pure and, and you know, not have sex until they're in their 20s or 30s or what have you. But it's okay for your nine-year-old child, your, ma- your nine-year-old son to have sex with grown-ass women. It's sickening. When in society that we allow this to happen, when in society that we say this is okay, and you know, I don't know about other uh, communities, but I know in the black community, this is something that's prevalent. I know that it is something that a lot of my male friends or counterparts might say, "Oh yeah, I've been I've been having sex since twelve, or I've been I've been having I've been fucking since you know uh, uh, eight or 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 thirteen. That's not okay." That is not okay. Like that is trauma. You know, that is sexual assault. Literally, like nothing about that is okay. In the same way that we want to protect and cherish our little girls, let's let's do the same for our little boys. Because at the end of the day, that's what they are. That's a little boy. A nine-year-old boy. A nine-year-old boy, you know. Yes, we most of us know about our sexuality as far as what we like or what we might be attracted to at that young age, but we're not at the mindset where we're capable of making those decisions of, yeah, let me have sex at no nine years old. Um, I knew early on who I was as a, as an individual, I knew, you know, I was different. I knew that I had some type of liking to girls, but I never thought at that age, I want to have sex with a girl. Um, And so to put those um, predeterminations on a child is just sick. And um, I'm hoping 
I'm I'm really hoping someone in his circle checks him on that because it's unacceptable. And, you know, some people are ignorant and they don't realize the things they say and that they're doing, how detrimental it could be to a child's mental. And so I'm hoping someone checks him. I know some people were saying, you know, hopefully his kids get taken away. You know, y'all should not wish that on nobody. I hope that he gets help. I hope that he sees his faults. I hope that he gets um, some help, psychological help for his children, because, you know, the little boy might just be beating his chest and, and acting proud of what you've done for him just because of who you are. But, you know, they all need therapy. So I'm hoping for all the other little boosies out there um, and not just celebrities. I'm talking about everyone in society who thinks it's okay for their little son to have sex with grown women um, because they don't want their kids to be gay or so there's just ignorant shit like that. I think that's so sick. And I really hope you guys seek help and really do your research um, and realize that that is not okay. Yo, this shelter-in-place quarantine at home has people losing their minds. Like, literally, I uh, got neighbors going crazy on the daily because I hear it through the walls. Um, uh, also, one of my neighbors I ran into, he had just got a package delivered from Badu World Market. And so he was telling me he had bought, uh, I believe, a grinder from that, from from her um from Badu's website. And then um, I made a joke about the incense and he actually laughed and he said, I actually bought those incense. And I, I, you know, on a previous episode, I mentioned if you guys bought those incense um, that for those who don't know, Erica Badu uh, created incense that smelled like her vagina. And I just laughed because I'm like, you guys are really burning these incense. And I, so I asked them, I said, I'm, I'm curious. So I said, I said, yo, how does it smell? <laughs> and he said, it actually smells fucking fantastic. And so now I'm intrigued. Is it really scented as her lady parts or is it just like a really good scent and she's trying to pass off as the smell of her lazy lady parts? Um, I still think it's, it's kind of sick. Uh, to have an incense that smells like someone's vagina burning in your house. Um, but he says it smells fantastic. So if it gets restocked, uh, I might I might buy it or maybe one of you guys can buy it and send it to me. Uh, but if you have listened to, I mean, if you have smelled it or you do have them, um, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you think. How does it smell? Describe the fragrance. Is it is it smell like lavender, jasmine? Sage. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I just thought I'd point that out because that that is funny. Um, that's still a funny joke to me. Uh, incense that smells like that. But okay, I'm logging off. It's time for my angry black woman rant. For those of you who are new to the show, um, in this segment. Uh, I say I call it angry black woman segment because society likes to criticize black women uh, when we express ourselves and call us angry. Uh, although you guys see all the compilation videos of Karen coming out, uh, all the Karens angry, um, but you know that that is deemed okay, you know, because that's just 
people using their white privilege. Um, but when a black woman um, happens to express herself in a way that some people might not like, we're deemed angry as if it's a bad thing. Um, and and I just want to take away that stigma. There's nothing wrong with expressing yourself and um, in any of your emotions because we're all human. So we all have those different emotions. Um, and so in this segment, uh, the thing that I'm angry about uh, is, you know, all of the injustice that is happening. Um, I'm angry about all the videos coming out of another black person being murdered um, for us to see just more trauma to feed us. Um, and it's sad that, you know, we have to see videos like that be exposed in order for any type of act towards justice to happen. It's fucking infuriating. Um, I've been just angry over the whole Ahmad Arbery situation. I know they finally decided to arrest the, uh, the third suspect in, well, I won't say suspect because we all saw the video, the, the man who recorded the video of Ahmad being murdered, who drove in his truck chasing after and blocking him in, um, you know, Brianna Taylor is another story. I don't know if you guys, well, you guys should have heard by now, um, officers, uh, raided her apartment. Uh, Brianna Taylor was a EMT. Uh, she was in her home. It was the middle of the night. Cops came, raided the wrong place, looking for a suspect who was already in custody, shot up her apartment. She was shot eight times, murdered in cold blood in her bed, minding her own black business and literally gone because police were reckless because they didn't announce themselves. Uh, they said, you know, the reason why they started shooting was because her boyfriend shot and, you know, any States that are open carry or are, you know, we all have the right to bear arms and stand your ground in those type of States. If someone, if I'm, if I was living in one of those States and I'm in the bed, it's three in the morning. I hear somebody beating at my door, um, or they they're shooting or whatever. You have the right to stand your ground, or at least I thought, because when it came to Trayvon Martin and George Zimmerman, George Zimmerman was allowed to stand his ground against a young kid huh, who was minding his business, going to his dad's house. So when is stand your ground actually okay to be applied? Is it only based off your skin color, or is it an actual law that applies to all humans or all citizens of the U.S.? I'm confused. Someone please enlighten me. I'm angry. I'm pissed. I'm hurting. I'm sick of seeing us slain. I'm sick of hearing these stories. When will justice be served? Who is going to police the police? All right, y'all. Um, thank you for tuning in again. Uh, before I go, I just want to shout out all of the different uh, countries that are rocking with me um, because I appreciate it. And I'm just like shocked every time. Like what? Hmm? How? Um, I don't even know how you guys might have heard of heard of it. You know, maybe, you know, the Brooklyn in the name of the show title is intriguing and Brooklyn's known worldwide. We know that. Happy uh, belated birthday to Biggie. Yesterday was his birthday. Uh, so let's see. I want to shout out these countries. Uh, U.S., of course, where I'm from, where we all 
most of us are, most of my listeners are. Mexico, shout out to Mexico. Shout out to Ireland tuning in. That's nuts. Uh, shout out to Canada. Can't wait to visit. Shout out to Armenia, Vietnam. Shout out to the Ukraine. Shout out to Thailand. When I saw Thailand, I'm like, what? And and specific, more specifically, Bangkok. I was shocked. And I I cannot wait to visit Thailand. Like Thai food is my favorite. I sound like those people who I got a black, I got black friends. Uh no. Thai food is my favorite. Um, I love the culture. Um, I love the people, and I cannot wait to visit Thailand. Uh, shout out to Germany. Uh, someone in Germany is tuning in, and shout out to you guys. Like, please keep spreading the word. Uh, if you're in those different countries, tell other people about it. Let's expand. Let's keep this show global. Uh, when the world opens back up, I plan on doing uh, live shows. And hey, who knows? Maybe I'll do a live show in a different country. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Spread the word about my show. Please rate, subscribe, review, um, share it with a friend. Follow me on Instagram at Angie from Brooklyn Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Angie from BK. And also, I'm on Facebook, uh, Angie from Brooklyn Podcast. Thank you guys. Until next time, I'm out. <laughs>